Welcome to Live at the Potosseum. I'm Lindsay Webb. Joining me, man at the bar, Dan Willis. And a live audience full of opinions. Think Q&A with a comedy twist where the audience are the panel of experts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for the second section. This brand new podcast being filmed tonight for season two. So what we need from you guys is if you would please put your hands together, start clapping. Add to that some cheering. And welcome to Live at the Bodiceum, your host, Mr. Lindsay Webb. Please keep it going for my right-hand man, Mr. Dan Willis, the man at the bar. Doing a great job. Well, thanks for joining us in the Potosseum. Uh, as always, we've got a fantastic topic for you tonight. You guys have filled in your question forms. You filled out the questions? I know, there's always so many questions, isn't there? It's like doing a little survey. And I know, oh, I did mention it before, but you are the only one eating throughout this episode, which is fine, because you're now a minority. You know how it feels for other people that are... <laughs> in a minority, although those people don't have a delicious chicken schnitzel <laughs> and chips with a beautiful jumper on sitting in a lovely club uh, watching a, a live podcast uh, with a live audience. Give us a cheer to the live audience. Thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you. I don't know if you've ever been to a recording of an episode before. Uh, we have a fantastic topic for you tonight, Dan. We're going to cast our minds back nostalgically, nostalgically to that thing called COVID. Do you guys back remember that? Oh, yeah, day. everyone remembers COVID. It's not a fun thing either. Does, does everyone remember their 21st? Woo! Does everyone remember COVID-19? Boo! Not so much fun. Now, there's been a lot of discussion about COVID, obviously, throughout the world and throughout this country. Things have not gone well for COVID in all sorts of different places. Like, didn't go well in Perth, uh, you know, didn't go well in South Australia, didn't go well in Queensland. Our country has not been immune to it not going well. However, other countries have really struggled with keeping a lid on COVID and keeping it under control. Now, the thing with COVID where we have the biggest problem in this country, we call Australia. Like, if you know the national anthem, who knows the national anthem? Give me a cheer. <laughs> According to the national anthem, we are girt by sea. Uh, girt, obviously, a word that we use all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what the fuck? Uh, does, girt, does girt even mean surrounded by? <laughs> like, it could mean we're up under attack. But anyway, we are girt by sea. So we are isolated. The only way for people to come here is by boat, and they've stopped those mostly. Thanks, ScoMo. Uh, not that I have a problem with the boats, but they get really angry about the boats. And people fly in. So we really only have two ways of coming, either by sea or by air. There's no other way. There's no, there's no bridge, is there? Like, if you guys are holding out on me, fuck, I'll be angry. Like, if you can just drive to Auckland and no one told me there was a toll bridge be quite the fucking toll, wouldn't it? Like if you're driving from Brisbane to Auckland. But so the thing is, we've had to have a, a system where we take those people from overseas, people that are either repatriating or people that are migrating, all sorts of different reasons. We have to take them into our country and we have to isolate them from the world somehow so that COVID doesn't spread because we know it spreads well. And someone just coughed at the time that I was talking about that. So into your elbow, champ. Anyway, uh, we know that it spreads well. Now, we also know that the biggest problem we've had is the way that we've dealt with it. Hotel quarantine, right? Hotel quarantine has not gone well. It has not gone well. And I've got a story to share with you about my own experience with hotel quarantine. But I'd like to know from you people, who has actually had to hotel quarantine throughout COVID, which is now, you know, 16 months deep? Has anyone had to hotel quarantine? No one. How lucky are Queenslanders? So we've got 45 people in a room. Who's had to quarantine? Ah, oh, fuck no, mate. No, one day Bunnings was closed, but that's about it. <laughs> I mean, Dan Murphy was still open, so fuck it, I'll fix the fucking front friends next week. Like, it doesn't matter. 
we've been so fortunate in this country and in this state in particular. Like, we've done really well. Like, Dan and I have both had to uh, quarantine or isolate in some way. And I'll share with you mine first, Dan. Uh, Dan pointed out in the last episode, I don't know if you guys have listened to it, uh, but in the last episode... <laughs> Dan pointed out that he made it into Western Australia uh, and he had to self-isolate. I tried to come in 12 hours later and, and the rules had changed. I was flying in with a friend of mine, Taylor. We landed in Perth. We had our good, uh, good to go, the G2G pass. We showed that and they said, oh, where are you from? Queensland. Oh, no, we've just changed those rules. We had planned on isolating, right? Isolating seemed like a snitch. Uh, it seemed like a nice way to do it. And the thing is, the isolation means that you're in your own area. When you get quarantined in a hotel, A, you've got to pay for it. The government aren't paying for that anymore. Uh, at the first part, they were, weren't they? Dan, they were paying for it at the start. They were for about two months. And, and then, then they realised, fuck, this is going to carry on a while. <laughs> <laughs> they put the stoppers on the expense account. So I landed and they said, you, you've got two options. You can fly out now today or you can spend 24 hours up to 24 hours in a quarantine facility there was no flights out of perth back to anywhere that particular day by the time we came in so we got put in a quarantine facility now it, just from my personal experience and i know you guys can't judge me wrong because you haven't done it but there will be people listening that have done quarantine it's very clunky it doesn't work very well they put us on a bus into the cbd now i would have thought if someone's got covid you want to keep them out of the cbd that seems like where most of the people that could get infected and need to work are probably going to be right not all of them but in general most of them they bust us into the cbd they stopped the bus they got military people they put out witches hats all the people came in their ppe they checked us into the hotel and they said you've got 24 hours until you have to get out now normally when you're going into quarantine in a hotel it's two weeks right so they check you in you set yourself up and you're there for two weeks we we're only there overnight so it was really clunky the next day when they were checking us out they said oh just come down when you're ready to leave like a normal hotel and even i went fuck that sounds a bit strange for a covid restricted quarantine hotel then we were ready to do that and then they said no wait someone's going to come and get you then they said no wait you have to come to the elevator we tried that and the security guard freaked out going fuck go inside well he's more like oh, God, God, God. I said oh, i can't understand you uh it's really quite a, clunk, a clunky process right and then they took us back to the airport and they shuffled us off back to adelaide so we got quarantined now, the thing is that we've seen time after time after time the outbreaks that are causing the lockdowns, right? The lockdowns have been full on, haven't they? You have a lockdown, then another one, and then it stops, and then another one starts. Life was starting to feel like a Chumbawamba song, wasn't it? Because we got locked down, then we opened up again, then we got locked back down, then we had the whiskey drink, we had the vodka drink. The thing is that every time that there seemed to be an outbreak in any capital city, it seemed to me that if you're playing COVID Cluedo, don't know if you've played COVID Cluedo, but here's how you win COVID Cluedo. A security guard with not enough PPE in a hotel. Fuck, boom, you win. <laughs> oh, we don't need Colonel Mustard or the Iron Bar. The candlestick can fuck off. We've got no PPE. Security guard in a hotel. Boom, you win. Get the envelope. Fuck, you're spot on again, Linz. How do you do it? COVID Cluedo. That's how you win it, right? Seems to have happened each and every time, whether it's a security guard or a cleaner or someone that's flown in from another country that went through the wrong door. Like, Fuck, how does that happen? But it happens. <laughs> the people I've felt sorry for the most, you know, they're on day 10 of a 14-day quarantine, just staring at the wall going, oh, fuck life. And then someone did a mistake in the hotel, like, you got another 14 days. Ah! Come and take the sharp things away from my room <laughs> and leave me with no plug for the bath. Like, it's just... It seems to have been quite difficult. Now, there are a number of people online, uh, you know, highly acclaimed professionals. There's also some people that are not necessarily professional but have a view of it that is not right. I'll give you a great example. Dave Hughes, the comedian. You guys know Hughesy? He'd be happy to be here. Uh, 
The thing with Hughes is he's on this online rampage about hotel quarantine because he lives in Melbourne. Does anyone here know anyone that lives in Melbourne? They have been absolutely smashed by COVID, right? Their Premier, whatever his name is, Dan Murphy. (laughs) He wasn't popular at the start of COVID, but by the end of it, made the top 10 of the Triple J Hottest 100. So, fuck, it's an amazing turnaround, wasn't it? We get on the beers. Get on the beers. Took his own advice too much, got on the beers, fell down the stairs. So, be careful. Careful who you listen to. But each and every time they had a huge outbreak, it was always... It was basically the Holiday Inn in, in Melbourne. But every city, every state had the same problem. Like Dan was talking earlier about having to go to, to Perth. The problem was here. It was a hotel. It was a hotel outbreak. Same thing again. You didn't, you didn't have a good time of it, did you? I had a wonderful time. <laughs> Wait a look minute. Look at me. Look at me. I, I arrived in Perth thinking, I've beaten you, Mark McGowan. I'm here, right? I've arrived. I've got in. And uh, the army came on and put me in a hotel for two weeks. And, uh, but they put me in a hotel, and I, w- I had access to the outside world because it wasn't full security. It's a semi-security. And uh, I was basically, I'm a 48-year-old man. I've got, I'm married. I've got a six-year-old kid. I've got a demanding wife. I've got a dog that needs walking three times a day. They put me in a hotel room by myself <laughs> with Amazon Prime, Netflix, <laughs> Dan Murphy's online, and Uber Eats. I've never been happier in my entire life. <laughs> Who'd have thought masturbation could get boring for crying out loud? <laughs> Anyone worrying, it never gets boring. Thought you might have been pulling my leg. I know. Uh, so the, the whole thing is that the quarantine in hotels hasn't really worked out that well. There's a couple of states, or at least one that I know of. In fact, there is two that I know of. But one that has done it really quite well is, can you remind me the name of the, the detention centre that's not used as a detention centre anymore in the Northern Territory? Uh, Howard Springs. Thank you. We don't need you anymore, Dan. You're off. <laughs> No, keep going. Find out what you can about Howard Springs because I think it used to either be a mining camp or a detention camp. But Northern Territory, they took a different approach. Northern Territory, they decided to do something different and not use hotels. Basically because of the cost, to be honest. And this is how they stumbled on this idea. They're like a hotel, book out an entire hotel, put security people around it, put police around it, put PPE on everyone. That sounds expensive. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to book a hotel room for a night, but, you know, you're lucky if you can get one for 150 bucks in a CBD. They're booking out 150-odd rooms a night just in case people come in it did seem outrageous and the northern territory went oh fuck that we're not spending that sort of money no way and this is a this is a this is a territory that has a marketing campaign of cu in nt <laughs> so we know how they think right then they're, they're a little bit cheeky all the time but they decided to use howard springs which thank you for reminding me what do we know about howard springs dan well we know they're about to hand it over to the commonwealth are they giving it back indeed. it's profitable now <laughs> they've made a good business it's right to say that, yeah, literally, it's just a mining camp. They just thought, we'll just shove them there. It was an uh, abandoned mining camp. They've done a very good job of it. There's a couple of other people that are trying to put together these ideas. Like, um, Lindsay Fox is a part owner or mo- most owner of, uh, what's that uh, airport that's down south in Melbourne? You know, not the main one, but you can get tricked into flying into Tullamarine, is it? No, Avalon. Yeah, you know when you get tricked? And you go, oh, wow, that's really cheap. I'll get that flight. And it says landing in Avalon. You go, oh, fuck, decline, decline. <laughs> Because there's still another two hours to fucking Melbourne from there. You need another flight. Uh, Lindsay Fox and I think Toll were trying to turn that airport into an international arrival place. And they've got a bunch of accommodation there. They're going to isolate people right there at that airport. The thing is, people are calling for quarantine in hotels to end. And I think that's a really clever choice. Like, Dan and I, we did the Adelaide Fringe Festival. We stayed in a place right in the CBD, in like an Airbnb place in the CBD. The first couple of days that I would leave there and walk to the supermarket, you go down a laneway, like a CBD laneway, and it's the back end of a hotel, and then there's a car park on the side. And I remember coming back to Dan, 
down after going to the shops and going, what do they think happens in that car park? They've got about three security guards, 24-7, just sitting on plastic chairs at a car park. And it was about day six that I'd walk past these people and went, oh, fuck, it's in case people try to get out of or go into the hotel. And that made the proximity of the CBD issue of bringing in people that were contaminated real. Like, we're literally staying on the same block as the people that they're bringing in that have full COVID, like tested positive. You know what it did for me, though? I, I spent five weeks looking at these guys sat down getting paid $32 an hour. <laughs> you and thought I about thought, it? I want a piece of that. <laughs> I thought, what else am I doing during the day? <laughs> I'm a stand-up comedian. I could be sat down there reading a book. They didn't have any phone. books, Dan. No books. Oh no, a few of them had books and Did playing they? with phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pay a lot of attention. I was there. <laughs> I was. I was writing notes for a fucking <laughs> job. What a job! It seems like a crazy job, right? So there's a lot of people calling for it to stop. Now, I don't know. Hotels don't seem like the sort of place where quarantine should be run. And I'm not sure that it should be run by people that operate hotels. And in every state, it's been a bit different. Like here in Queensland, it was the police and the army. Western Australia was the same. South Australia was mostly police. In, in, in Victoria, the police went, oh, fuck, no, we don't want to borrow that. Because the police union went, oh, our police people could get COVID and then the whole force will be ruined. And they're like, oh, yeah, fuck, fair enough. So they outsourced it to a security company which employed people that drove Uber cars and... And it didn't go well. Uh, none of that went well. A lot of those people were job sharing because there wasn't a lot of work involved in it. And that's what happened in Western Australia when we were there. We had a five-day lockdown in the middle of the Perth Fringe, which is the same as being in Perth, but we were locked down for five days. And, and this is what happened. A person that was working as a security guard at the hotel also worked as an Uber. So he contracted COVID at a hotel, then got in the Uber and went and picked people up. I don't know if you need a diagram of what a fucking super spreader looks like, but surely it's that person, right? That's... That's what we're talking about. Now, to bring people into the CBD seems outrageous. Does anyone agree with that? Yeah. <coughs> it just seems like that's where everything generates for an entire state. And I, I'm not detracting from anyone that lives in a regional area or a country area, but that seems like the most prolific place that people are going to be. Does anyone here happen to work in any of the hotels or do work for the hotels that have been uh, quarantine hotels here in Brisbane? Has anyone done that? Do we have any? Do we have a quarantine hotel? We must have one. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. We have several. In Western Australia, they've got about seven. Let's have a look at these questions. They're heavy. We've got lots. All right, question one. Are you ready for the questions? Yes. Oh, it's my favourite part of the podcast because I don't have to think of anything. Uh, here we go. First question was, should quarantine be done in hotels, CBD or otherwise? No. Terrible decision to have a major populated area. My cousin quarantined in the Gold Coast high rise. Yeah, you see? doesn't make sense. That's a tourist. A tourist mecca is the Gold Coast. Why would you put those infected people there? Not that there wasn't infected people there to start with, but... Not with COVID. Uh, here we go. Should, should it be done in CBDs? Good laugh. Thank you. Uh, no, maybe in Logan. No! <laughs> well, we've got enough problems. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and other POV towns. Oh. Keep the germs together. Oh, yeah, well, I suppose. Might be able to cut back on a few social security payments if we knock out that area. Fair cool. Uh, should quarantine be done in hotels? No. Send them to Toowoomba. <laughs> I love that everyone's got their favourite place where everyone that's sick should end up. <laughs> surely there's like, you know, surely there's mining towns that are empty in Queensland. Is there any, can you look up, is there any abandoned mining towns in Queensland? Uh, should we quarantine be done in hotels or CBD? At home, only if people can ref refrain themselves from being dickheads. Well, this is the big problem. In Melbourne originally, they said, oh, you can just self-isolate. That was their original plan. Isolate, just isolate at home. They went round to check on something like 15,000 people that were self-isolating and 70% of them were not fucking at home. Where were they? At the shops, probably getting toilet paper. 
Should it be done in CBDs or otherwise? Otherwise, cruise ships. Oh, fuck, that's actually, you know, as silly as that sounds, that's actually not a bad idea, is it? Just float them around in the ocean. Oh, everyone's got it. Just play battleships. <laughs> G7. Oh, you got my P&O. <laughs> B8. Oh, carnival's taking a hit. What about the Ruby Princess? They don't include that in the sit. Too sensitive. Uh, here we go. Final question for question one. Uh, should be done at the airport, motels, hotels. Didn't we talk about this, Dan? I think you and I had a chat about this. When we flew into every capital city that we went to, they would drive you from the airport to quarantine away from the hotels that were at the airport, who clearly couldn't have been busy because, fuck, no one was travelling and either that or you were travelling and get shoved somewhere else. The airport motels is a good idea. Uh, they escaped their rooms, no places to contaminate like Casino and South Bank. Yeah, it's a great idea. Keep them away from the CBD. Didn't our friend of ours stayed at the Howard Springs, uh, Evan Desmarais, uh, he stayed at the Howard Springs facility and he went viral online because he video recorded a lady that decided, fuck this, she's getting out. She went and climbed the fence and ran off and everyone's like, you can't leave, you've got to come back. And she ran off, but 55 metres away there's a higher fence with barbed wire on it that you can't see when you climb the first fence. She came back. <laughs> she came back, what happened? Another fence, I'm coming back over. <laughs> she just checked herself back in. What a fucking great facility, right? You get a bit of fresh air. Because when you stay at those... Have you ever done mining camp tours? Have you ever done those? I haven't, actually. When you stay at those, they stay in a thing called a donger. It sounds rude, but it's not. It's like a self-contained unit. It's got a, you know, a studio apartment. It's got a bed, bathroom, tiny little kitchen, fridge, whatever. They put people in those. You've got your own veranda. You can hang out. Is this question two? Here we go. Oh, no, hang on. That's my... That's my first one. Here we are. Question two. Sorry, we run this pretty smoothly. Question two. What's a better option? Dedicated facility, perhaps in locations that's a little more isolated but still with access to appropriate medical facilities, is exactly what they have as the blurb on the Howard Springs facility. That is correct. Correct. You can move on to the next place. Uh, vaccinate people before they enter Australia, then straight to state-based facility out of capital cities. I think everybody agrees on this. Capital City seems like the stupidest. Why would you do that? Why would you put people in the city? Uh, quarantine should be in jail. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's serious, shouldn't it? What's a better option? Jesus. Death. <laughs> would you like to go to quarantine? No, thanks. I'll dig. Uh, camping grounds. Not bad. Just get a bit of backpackers into it. Uh, I cannot think of a better option. Camping grounds. Also, needs to be within driving distance of medical facilities. I think that's absolutely fair enough. Again, with the 4077, they, they were camping. Uh, cars for frontline workers so they don't have to rely on public transport. Therefore, quarantine hotels can be anywhere. You know, I'm not sure the workers are exactly the problem. It's the way that they treat the workers and the hotels that are in them. Question three, Dan. Uh, who should run the quarantine facilities? Me. I need a job. Fuck. <laughs> Does that person want to put their hand up? That's a fucking great answer. You don't have to. Yes, good on you. You look like you'd like... You'd be good at reading. Your writing's good. Uh, seriously, though, the military or prison wardens on stress leave. Prison. Imagine that. Oh, how many prison wardens we got on stress leave? 85. Fuck, that's perfect. Uh, they need a holiday too. Yeah, fair enough. Who should run the facilities? People with infectious disease qualifications. Good answer. Round of applause for that answer. That is a good answer. I think a lot of states would have benefited from that knowledge of someone just generally in a comedic crowd. Oh, this is good. Who should run quarantine facilities? Prostitutes. 
<laughs> to be fair, it costs about the same per night, doesn't it, when you stay there? It's, the difference is you're only in and out once. Anyway, there's jokes. Uh, thanks for your answer. Round of applause for all the answers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I think... Uh, I mean, from my money, I think we all agree that hotel quarantine has its flaws. Some people think that it's all right, which is fine. We don't mind. That's the way things work. Dan, what have we learned? Well, I, I attempted to learn something. I wanted to know how many people had escaped from uh, quarantine, right? CMS. So I did a quick Google search and I typed it through. How many people tried to escape from quarantine? I hadn't quite finished the word quarantine. Then I just started reading. Panicked a little bit because uh, the first answer came straight up, which was two men tried twice, making for a total of 36 individual escape attempts. 15 were caught. Eight gave up. Seven were shot and killed. One was confirmed to have drowned, and five are listed as missing and presumed drowned. And then I realised it brought up Alcatraz. Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, need I started to, learn to get how that to picture when you were saying drowned. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't mention how many were eaten by sharks. No. No. I know that some people did try and escape hotel quarantine because when we were checked into the Western Australian facility, five minutes after we arrived, all of the alarms started going off and the policeman in charge of the building rang my room. I answered. I said, what's going on? He said, oh, don't worry about the alarms. We've just had four people trying to escape. My fucking hell, this is Starlog 13. It's full on. There we go. Let's hope that it's no longer much of a thing, the hotel quarantine or the other option, because surely COVID's not going to last that much longer, he says, with a fucking faint piece of hope. Uh, thank you very much for joining us at the Potosseum. Give yourselves a round of applause. We appreciate your input. Thank you very much. Please thank my right-hand man, Mr Dan Willis. My name is Lindsay Webb. Please share it around. Post it if you can. Share us. You can now listen and watch us on Patreon so you can check that out. Uh, we'll see you and you'll see us next time right here in the Potosseum. Thank you. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word if you did. If you want access to VIP content and behind the scenes, hit our Patreon page, Live at the Potosseum, or like us on Instagram. Share the word. This is Live at the Potosseum. <laughs>